0: I'm Justin.
1: I'm Allison.
0: And this is episode 42 of Robots on Typewriters.
1: Yes, it is. And what is Robots on Typewriters?
0: Man. I'm glad you asked. Please explain.
1: <laughs> Robots on Typewriters is a podcast where we talk about computational creativity. We talk about things that are interesting, funny, entertaining that um, people make with
0: That people make.
1: That people make. (laughs) This is an art podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We talk about Um, things that people make. (laughs) It could um, be a bed, a breakfast, (laughs) a bed and breakfast.
1: A promise. (laughs) Um, no, um, this is a, we talk about, yeah, funny or entertaining stuff that people use computers or AI to make in some way, um, or that in another way, AI might just be set uh, to run off and make itself. But yeah, so we have two segments on the show, the first of which is our zesty hat, where one of us brings something to the table that we found interesting recently or discovered or thought about that, uh, is cool. And um, it's my turn for that this week. I am putting on the zesty hat.
0: When you put on the zesty hat, does like stuff come out of it, like queso? Come... No, it's. I've I've always pictured it as like a hat that's essentially made of like you know nacho toppings and whatnot. Yeah,
1: but I always imagine them like on top, not on the inside.
0: I imagine like the the thing Catch is just comprised on. of all that. So sometimes when you like pull oh. it over your head, like. You know, some queso leaks out or a chip breaks off. Uh,
1: I mean, like, probably. I just never thought
0: about it before. Ugh,
1: thanks. Have we been
0: using the same hat all this time?
1: Uh, I switch it out every couple of weeks.
0: That's probably good health and safety wise. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, switch out your food every
0: couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do.
1: I often get a lot of my hats, as I've said, from... People who uh, people who I follow on Twitter, who we talk about all the time, namely people like Janelle Shane and uh, Max Wolf, uh, creator of TextGenRNN, and um, they had a, like a little bit of a mini collaboration this week, uh, where Janelle Shane um, had been playing around with this Google tool that feels very similar to the like from Alpha. Like, actually, question: Have we used this thing before? The like the Google image recognition. Um, mm,
0: we use something like it when I did those uh, Broadway show yeah. posters, but it was a different tool than okay. that. Okay, I was I mean, wondering the if thing it was the same I used is probably like an early form of the thing that you've been looking at.
1: Yeah, because um, this thing is, it it you can plug an image into it and it kind of tells you uh per it, it tells you what it sees and it gives you some kind of like percentage of like. This is how much I think this thing is in this image um, but it also gives you um, I don't know what some of these numbers mean, but it, it it like you know it matches up what it thinks it's related to based on how like where it finds it on the internet and um, tells you some properties like the colors that it finds in there. Um, and some other stuff. And this might be the
0: exact tool that I use then, because that's all yeah. the same sorts of things.
1: That's what, I, yeah. That's why I. That's why I asked. It sounded like all that stuff that we had talked about previously. But um, Janelle Shane, uh, she plugged in the the famous optical illusion of a uh, a sketchy looking either duck or rabbit, and it's like you know, do you see a duck or do you see a rabbit? You might see one, you might see the other. You can see both if you try hard enough Um, and plugged it into this tool that is, I have not said the name of yet. It's uh, Google Cloud Vision. And um, (laughs) what it said was drawing, bird, adaptation, sketch, beak, duck, illustration, flightless bird. It's actually, (laughs) flightless bird is like highly specific in a way. Um, So it seems to, this, this Google Cloud Vision seems to have decided, yep. Is a duck, and then Max Wolf. He posted this on on Reddit and on Twitter, and uh, he I don't know like
0: he did a data visualization of every rotation Ooh. angle of okay. the sketch.
1: Yeah, you say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so he took the sketch, the the duck uh, duck rabbit sketch, and rotated it, and at each rotation, put it back through Google Vision to see what the percentages were. But then he made a really cool visualization that showed like as the thing rotates, the percentage of duck or rabbit. He yeah, so he showed kind of in real time as it spins around which duck or rabbit or neither Google thinks it is uh, past a fifty percent threshold. So you can watch as it spins, uh, Google Cloud Vision changing its mind on the the duck rabbit.
1: Yeah. And it's 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 very cool and um yeah I, I should not be making this podcast I literally don't know what I'm talking about ever I cannot even <laughs> like come up with the words to say what I'm trying to say sometimes but um but I try um and wh- what I, so I <laughs> something else I tried was I looked up a couple of other like famous optical illusions and plugged them into the kind of free version of this Google Cloud Vision um the first one I tried was the like old lady face um. Or it's like, Mm, you know, it's the one that's either like the old lady or the young lady. It's like an old lady, the profile of an old haggard looking lady or the like lovely back of the neck of a beautiful young lady in a bonnet. Um, I guess they're both wearing a bonnet. But um, I tried one that was like a kind of crude line drawing of it. And um, it just was like, it's a sketch. It's a silhouette. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't really tell me anything uh very specific. And then I found one that's kind of a more like artistic rendering of it. It's it's more of like a like a, you know, actual illustration than just a like bare bones line drawing. And the the only thing it really seemed to pick up was that there was headgear.
0: Hmm. Headgear,
1: you know, illustration, portrait, blah blah blah, all that stuff, but headgear it was the
0: <laughs> was like honing in on the whole bonnet thing and yeah. <laughs> forgetting everything else.
1: Yeah. Um, so another one that I tried was the like um it's either a ornate cup or like two faces looking at each other, yeah, um yeah. when I plugged in one that was like the faces are white and the cup is black, it was just like silhouette, black and white clip art, but when I did one that the the faces were black and the cup was white, it was like face, black, nose, head. So, mm. cheek love human photography. <laughs> um... Okay.
0: <laughs> Google Google Vision was like, I love human photography.
1: Yeah. I love these pictures of humans. Show me more photographs of these two humans looking at a cup together. I
0: have a passion for human photography.
1: <laughs> um, But uh, so I thought that was interesting. I also, uh, the, I, I tried one more just before we started recording to see what would happen. Because um, I was just kind of like Googling optical illusions. And a lot of them aren't so like illustrative. A lot of optical illusions are, you know weird wacky like geometry stuff and like that's not (laughs) an elephant
0: with like five legs or maybe three legs
1: oh yeah yeah um but the one one i i saw when i was just like looking through lists of optical illusions was the the famous dress conundrum from a couple years back Mm. where it was either a people are seeing either a white and gold dress or a blue and black dress so i um i just picked up the first uh image that i saw of it i know that a lot of what you see in this picture has a lot to do with what the, you know, what the picture, like, you can darken and lighten this this photo to make it kind of look more in one direction, <laughs> to make it look more like One Direction. <laughs> and um, I plugged in a picture. And personally, I will say I am currently seeing the dress as white and gold. Um, but actually, I'm watching it turn to blue and black before my eyes, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. You're um, like that
0: <laughs> updating GIF that Max Wolf posted, where you two yeah. are going back and forth.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but what the what Google Cloud Vision said about it is clothing: white dress, yellow day dress, beige. So hmm. Google Cloud that's Vision all, seems that's, to that's think it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, so it, you can actually go into also, you can click properties and see the dominant colors in the photo. And it's interesting because it's this kind of like ray of like kind of weird grays and like a little bit of a yeah and it's like yeah that makes a lot of sense that's it so um that's all that's all i got i just it's it's kind of fun because it is it's one of those tools that you can just like plug an image in and see what happens uh but yeah that's my hat uh that's all i got uh it was just a little thing that uh some of our favorite people were playing around with this week on twitter so i thought i'd play around with it myself and
0: very good yeah i think that's. that's the sort of hat that I think Max Wolf's post went got pretty big, so people might be yeah. actually familiar with that one. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's our little explanation of our two heroes
1: yeah. <laughs> teaming up yep. and
0: solving crimes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, and thank you for tag teaming on that one and, and <laughs> swooping in when I the needed Justice a competent League person. uniting
0: on that one. <laughs> One day we'll have a way to describe people who uh, are in the same general field as us without sounding like a couple of real creeps.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we should just like talk to them more or something. Maybe not. Hi, this is
0: know. the Imposter Syndrome Podcast.
1: <laughs> this is Robots on Imposter Syndrome.
0: This is robots who don't believe they're actually robots, but not because they think they're humans. <laughs> they just think the other robots are better than them.
1: <laughs> they think the other robots are more robot than them. Anyway. The other robots have better typewriters. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Let's get on to the... I almost said the main attraction. That's What's not... Happening? That's both unfair and not the name of that segment. Let's get on to the trashy toy. Uh, I'm throwing together a little game that uses randomizers. I will send you the randomizers that you need.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I've never seen this
0: before. Uh, this is a game I like to call Fantasy Drafts. That's, Ooh! that's basically what I was going to name it anyway. So, okay. It's springtime. It's fantasy Uh draft season. That doesn't really stand to reason. Most fantasy drafts happen before the football (laughs) season. But the baseball season's coming, so people are doing fantasy drafts of that. But also, Jeopardy! recently concluded its all-star team tournament in Mm -hmm. which Jeopardy! busted out the fantasy draft format. So that had me inspired for us to do a fantasy draft. And I thought, you know, we have a lot of randomizers that can generate people but they're normally people of uh, many different walks of life or fantasy Mm -hmm. so i had to think of a way to make a fair kind of fantasy competition between them so the idea of a fantasy draft in general is before a competition a sporting event uh the bachelor anything like that you and friends Draft, uh, draft the competitors in that tournament and you see who can have the most successful team between who you pick. Since we have all these different randomizers for people, I thought we should have a fair competition where there are five rounds and after each round uh, we'll talk through who wins but then we'll also both choose from the other person's team who to eliminate. So it'll start with a team of five down to a team of one.
1: Okay, whoa, all right.
0: Step one, I sent you four randomizers. I want you to uh, generate a random person from each one. Why don't we, we'll take turns here so you can generate a god slash goddess and I'll do the same.
1: All right, I got Ra, the Egyptian god, who I believe I'm going to say is of the sun and now I'm going to fact check myself.
0: I think that's right. I got Isis, also the Egyptian god, And (laughs) I think. Yeah, I think she's the goddess of Isis. No. (laughs) I think she's the goddess of, like, Earth, but I need to check that, too. Nope. She's the daughter of the Earth God. She is. Can confirm Ra is into the sun. Nice, nice, nice. Isis, she was believed to help the dead enter the afterlife, and she was prominent in funerary practices. Okay. That's, that's pretty specific. All right, whatever. Give me a U.S. president.
1: <laughs> All right, I got William McKinley, an assassinee. <laughs> is there a word for one that was assassinated? Um, Assassinee, ass- right?
0: Yeah, assassinee. <laughs> you, you know, when you first said it, I had no idea what you were saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, the assassinee, William McKinley. I got <laughs> Herbert Hoover, who is... Ooh widely considered one of the worst presidents ever Mm -hmm. as he presided over the beginning of the Great Depression.
1: Mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. All
0: right, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Next up, give me a celebrity. (laughs) I got Victoria Beckham. Ooh, nice. I got Will Smith.
1: Ooh, wow.
0: And finally, I want you to go to the NPC generator Okay. and tell me your person's name and just a little bit about them.
1: I've never seen this before. I can't believe it. I was looking through a I'd bunch of these this. for the
0: one that we've previously used for our uh for RPG characters and I couldn't find the one that we got Frank the Frank out of, but this one looked pretty good.
1: This one is awesome. So, uh Eloise de Bulbeck. Elio- Eloise no.
0: de Bolbeck?
1: <laughs> it's not Eloise, it's Eli El- Elios. Elios de Bo- is like the
0: frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, de Bolbeck is an 18-year-old female half-elf, health, health? what the fuck, half-elf fisherwoman. Um, okay, man, she's amazing. Uh, she has a long, she has long white mohawk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay.
1: Brown eyes, uh, rough golden skin.
0: She twitches frequently from her chest. Uh, you know Mario's little like Arms dance bat- he does yeah. when he acts like his dad. <laughs> yeah. They like clap and then shimmy. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining.
1: Um oh she gay, she's single. Uh
0: and she's ready to mingle.
1: <laughs> she can't keep a secret. Uh <laughs> she <laughs> she always knows where to hide and has lost many friends. I'm going to go ahead and say she is a <laughs> Disaster lesbian.
0: (laughs) You seem to have a penchant for these characters. I
1: uh, don't know what you're talking
0: about. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I got arguably the opposite. Uh, I got Arvin Magma Brew. (laughs) All right. Yep. (laughs) Yep. 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 Magma Brew. Arvin Magma Brew is a 188-year-old male mountain dwarf mason. (laughs) His cropped. Wavy, dyed black hair. I'm assuming he has like grey hair and he's like, you know, he does just for men, just for mountain (laughs) dwarves. Um he has very white skin. Nope, that says veiny white skin. (laughs) Very white skin. I thought it had like three R's. Look, I think my (laughs) vision is getting much worse over time. Uh he is three foot ten. He has a high pitched voice. He proudly worships Moradin, god of dwarves. He is very competitive. He can't stand laziness. Uh, he intermittently gives money to the poor, but also he's a kleptomaniac.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Yeah, so I think he's like kind of just a shitty old man who keeps to himself. Yeah,
1: sounds sounds about right. Um, he I sounds also... like the kind of
0: person who would like rail on millennial culture.
1: Yeah. I also just noticed that uh, this NPC generator gives you a plot hook as well, and mine is, her house was recently burned down by a mysterious fire.
0: Ooh, mine is, he is currently being chased by a band of bandits attempting to rob him and asks the player characters for protection. Wow, (laughs) do you want to just quit this and go play D&D? Why have we not played D&D in so long? I don't know, man, it's so hard. Anyway... Uh, for your final character, you can pick any of those and oh take God. one wild card character. Well, you
1: know what I'm gonna do? I'm making another fucking NPC. These are awesome.
0: You know what I'm gonna do? I'm taking another random U.S. president. <laughs> of
1: course, and I you got are.
0: Harry Truman.
1: You got so you, the H team.
0: Yeah, I got a, a good like FDR sandwich right before yeah. and right after.
1: I've so I, my my new NPC is Kelvin Cornwallis. He's an 18 year old male human sorcerer. I say that word so bad, and I'm sorry. He's 18. He's bisexual, and he's married. Um,
0: <laughs> you got this, like, right. you got your your team is 20 by teens.
1: I know it's tw- it's made up of 20 by teens.
0: <laughs> uh man, there's a there's a TV show for you, 20 by teens, and like I don't even know what the challenge is, but it it's a it's a, like it's a competition Island. show. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
1: Man, why have they not done something like that where everybody is bisexual? It would be the, the yeah. worst clusterfuck.
0: That asked and answered.
1: That's yeah. why. Well, no, but like in a good way. He he changes subject very often. He's very optimistic and he's haunted by horrible memories and his home has been infested by zombies. Upon further inquiry, the zombies are asking for brains.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So like his his gimmick seems to be like what he's like kind of impulsive you'd say, like jumps between topics, is married at 18, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that checks out, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Yeah, so like I said, this is a five-round competition. We'll try not to dwell on any one round too long because I'm already realizing how long this is going (laughs) to go. And after each round, we will both pick a winner and we will both uh, nominate a character for deletion on the other team. Okay. So the first competition for five-on-five play, Battle of the Bands. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. So I think we both need to structure uh, how these bands are taking shape and kind of what kind of music they do, what kind of, you know, give us something what they're all about.
1: Well, I think you and I both have it. We we have an easy front man in both uh, both of our lineups here. I, we um, both have performers, correct?
0: Y- yeah, you know i I don't think you should be structuring my band for me.
1: I well, I know. I'm just saying. I like I know. I know. I was like, I have Victoria Beckham, and you've got Will Smith. So,
0: yeah i I'm not going where you think I'm going with this. So, oh, okay. yeah, I have Will Smith. I also have Isis, who is a literal goddess. True, but then true. I have three curmudgeonly old men in (laughs) Harry Truman, Herbert Hoover, and Arvin Magma Brew.
1: True, true.
0: So I think rather than maximize my strengths, I need to minimize Mm. my weaknesses here. Okay. Uh, What kind of band could be uh, made up with these three curmudgeonly old men? I think this is where I have to go with something like a barbershop quartet. Oh, okay. Um, These will be three. I mean, it's obviously not a quartet. They're not all going to do different ranges. Um, It's more going to be like a three-part harmony of Harry Truman, Arwen, Magma Brew, and Herbert Hoover um, Okay. all, you know, giving their kind of old man grumbly voices. Except Arwen, if you'll remember, does have a high-pitched voice. So maybe they can do some like you know, some, some real harmonies there. True,
1: true, yeah. Uh,
0: Isis, they'll kind of do background vocals and like mm. do some like, you know, scuba da doo da body yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you would call that. Scatting? S- yeah, but like chill scatting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I do know what you're talking about and I don't know if there's a word for it.
0: Uh, it's whatever the band sha na does. But anyway... <laughs> Isis is going to be like the lead singer that sings over top of their harmonies. okay. And then Will Smith will be brought in to do like a a verse of rap. But of course, it's (laughs) Will Smith rapping. So it's like kind of goofy, like, yeah, really inoffensive West Philadelphia, you know,
1: I've I wonder if there is any currently existing barbershop quartet act that has a rap break.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> uh, doo I guess, is what I'm thinking Do-wop. of music-wise.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, so the old men are doing a doo-wop act. Okay. Isis is kind of coming over the top and doing like, almost like ballady, like show tuney kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, Will Smith occasionally jumps in for a, a rap verse.
1: Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, okay, I like it. I'm thinking here with with my with my whole situation. I've got, I've got Victoria Beckham, these two 18 year old gay kids, <laughs> and uh, William McKinley and Ra, Goddess of the Sun, God yeah. of the
0: Sun. I think it's a god. Um, yeah. I don't know. Now uh, you've got like half of a SoundCloud rap career yeah. going on here
1: yeah um so they're definitely gonna be some kind of like power group but I'm trying to figure out their vibe like they're they I'm not even sure like thinking about it I don't even know if Victoria Beckham is gonna like be the one who is I don't even know if she's gonna be like front lady because like she doesn't even uh perform with the Spice Girls anymore if they like do a thing um she's i don't think i don't think he's really into it anymore so i think she might just be she might just make up some background and i think i kind of like the idea of i'm just going to call her eloise because elios is a bad name and i thought you
0: meant you were just going to call victoria beckham (laughs) eloise
1: (laughs) um i cannot every time i look at it i just see eloise um eloise and kelvin i think maybe um they might be and cal Ellen Kell, There we go. Keller. <laughs> Ellen Keller. Ellen <laughs> Keller. Yep. Um this I feel like this might be um like they're going to be like a they're going to share vocal responsibilities and th- this might have a kind of like of monsters and men vibe like we're going to see a lot of both uh female and male vocals and um, you're not going
0: to know who I'm trying to recall here but isn't there some like hipster girl who's like she's like an 18-year-old British girl or something and like her brother does like backing music or something?
1: Um, (laughs) maybe.
0: This is going to be impossible for me to look up, so enjoy continuing to talk.
1: (laughs) Um, But then I think everybody else is just going to kind of fill out the band. Like maybe Victoria Beckham does just like straight up backup vocals and then William McKinley, what do you think he would play if he had to play an instrument?
0: Um, I'm thinking like, so all I really know about him is that like Teddy Roosevelt was his VP. Mm. So I feel like he did have some like, I don't know, some bombast to him. Maybe he could okay, do like okay. a stand-up bass with like a little bit of a jazzy flair.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Raw um when when they got Raw in the studio and they were like, "What do you what do you play?" Raw was just like immediately um immediately uh glued to the idea of Drums and cymbals because they were just big and round and looked like the sun, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, that's familiar to me. I think I could probably handle that." So uh, we've got <laughs> three vocalists, a stand-up bass, and a drum.
0: <laughs> yeah, weird, I mean, my group is just five vocalists, so true.
1: But you can make that happen. I guess we can make this happen too. But
0: nice. Okay. Um, I think between these two bands, so mine. Makes no sense.
1: And mine doesn't either. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, even like the parts of it are really odd. Like three old men doing doo-wop <laughs> while someone else sings, and then also a rapper is there.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. That really makes no sense.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think mine is... Even though yours is maybe not the best position, mine is far worse.
1: I feel like in a Battle of the Bands, mine would probably just have a better sound and win the like the audience vote regardless.
0: Yeah, I think that's correct. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the win in round Thanks. one Battle of the Bands. Hell yeah. But now comes the tough part. We both have to eliminate yeah. someone from the other team. Okay. Um, for me, for your team, this is pretty easy uh Victoria Beckham came into that competition with a pretty poor attitude, didn't really yeah. want to be a team player It's true um I, on the one hand, I could leave her there to try to sabotage you, but I think I would rather just see her out of here, so I'm gonna yeah. cross her off,
1: okay, yeah, no, makes sense. Who are all your old men again
0: uh Arvin magma brew. Harry Truman and Herbert Hoover.
1: Harry Truman and, and Herbert Hoover. All right. I feel like Hoover's the weak link here in, in most situations. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like it, Hoover is just like we, like, we don't want it. We've got three old men and if one's got to go, it's going to be him. So I feel like I'm going to kick Hoover out early and just
0: get him out of here. All right. um, Yeah, I'll, I'll cross Hoover off the list. So it goes down to four on four. What would you say is the ultimate in four-on-four competition in the world?
1: Um, I don't know. Badman? I would
0: say the family feud.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: (laughs) You see, it's so iconic (laughs) that I completely forgot it was four-on-four until... just about the last minute and almost put it as a five on five (laughs) four on four family feud now family feud has a bit of a different uh competition than a lot of game shows where it's not so much about how smart you are but it's more about how kind of tapped into uh the public consciousness you are so why don't you give me your team's case first and keep in mind there has to be some kind of like Teamwork here too. It's not just about you know being the coolest kid in town.
1: Right. Also, William McKinley looked 25 at age 15, according to (laughs) Wikipedia. I'm just. I wanted to get like. that
0: was a rough 15 years. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Um, I just. I want to get like a just a hint about his personality. I want to kind of understand like.
0: I mean, he was basically the only president during American, like, real American imperialism of, like, Mm. conquering and colonizing the Pacific and Caribbean.
1: Cool. So, (laughs) he's probably...
0: (laughs) Probably Probably the (laughs) kind of guy that would get along well with two gay teens.
1: Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Um... But yeah, so that's I, I was tr- I'm trying to get a, an idea for like how how well this team drives together as a family. Um, I feel like Eloise and Kevin are probably like they they probably bonded pretty quick. Um, but uh, and and even probably Ra is probably pretty pretty chill. Like God of the Sun, I don't know, sounds like a cool guy to me. Probably pretty chill on a lot of fronts. Um, but William McKinley probably is like oh, grandpa. Gotta gotta you know. Got to cart him around, and he's he's got to be here. We, he's you know, he's the reason we're all here. He's keeping us to, like we. I don't. You're think thinking, that's thinking really every how
0: they... every time like his turn comes up in the family feud, he just gets an X and says something completely crazy, and everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, good good try, Granddad." Thanks. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's Meanwhile, like, you, Ra, you try...
0: who is like infinitely old, is just like yeah. nailing this like. Ra knows like the top 100 things women say their husbands do that annoy them
1: <laughs> yeah but also right. like being a god do you feel like there might be some detachment from like actual human life and like what like a hundred random people would actually like experience in their lives
0: yeah maybe like you know what does what we surveyed 100 women what does your husband do that drives you nuts and he's like um, suffering and everyone's <laughs> like what
1: it's like, brings up the moon and it makes my <laughs> sun go down.
0: Yeah, no, I think that might be a weakness of Ra, but I would say it's probably also equally a weakness of Isis here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: meanwhile, the rest of my team is <laughs> three lame dads <laughs> Harry Truman, Arvin, Magma Brew, and Will Smith.
1: Yeah. And you might I be mean, thinking,
0: Will Smith, lame dad? Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> I agree. Um, I, 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 But I do feel like he probably has a better sense for, for people than those other two guys. Yeah, that, and I would have like, to say, I
0: mean, Family Feud is not aimed at, like, 20-year-old gay teens. It's aimed at it's lame true. dads.
1: It's true. It's true. He's going to yeah. be
0: extremely tapped into the sorts of questions they're asking.
1: Yeah, no, it is tr- It is incredibly true. because and Family
0: Feud does have a tendency with a lot of questions to be, like, you know... Faux edgy or like my my delicate sensibilities yeah where I feel like it's just the sort of thing that like Will Smith would say on Ellen to get like a big reaction of people going like oh
1: yeah no I I think you're right
0: it's the sort of thing that anything your teens are coming up with people are going to be like whoa you can't say that on the family feud
1: Right. No, I think you're right, which it makes me think that I I feel like your team probably is going to take these guys.
0: I mean, my team, basically everyone else just has to tread water until Will Smith's turn comes around. (laughs) Yeah. But your team doesn't really have like a stone cold killer there.
1: Yeah. No, I think I think you're right.
0: Alright, yeah. Let's uh let's give it to my team. So knot yeah. it up after two rounds, and it's time for eliminations once again. Okay. Uh before we eliminate, I will let you know what the next round is. Okay. In case it helps you with strategy. So next mm. round's gonna be three on three, and it's going to be what inspired this fantasy draft for me in the first place, which was three on three Team Jeopardy, which just mm. concluded last week.
1: Okay. Um Huh.
0: This is where I'm upset that you knocked out Hoover because he was uh, he was a PhD. I think he was the only president to have a PhD.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Um, So that actually, I feel like that does inform inform my decision because I was gonna knock out Will Smith because I was like, he probably like you know, he's got a lot going for him. But um, I kind of I feel like now I'm gonna take out Harry Truman because he's probably the next like most educated and uh, you know knowledgeable guy on your on your lineup right now.
0: All right, I'll cross him off the list. From your list, yeah, I'm gonna have to go the same way and take out mm. uh, William McKinley for the same reasons. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, Harry Truman, by the way, I'm not sure he had much education, actually. I really? think he was one of them, like, you know, kind of dropped out of high school things. He did oh. not attend traditional school until he was eight. He he did graduate high school, then went to business school, but left after a year, and that was it for school for him. Oh. Oh, no. He came back later, took night courses, and oh. uh, he became a lawyer, like, later in life. So, never mind.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I I, would trust a lawyer wait, with While Jeopardy. serving
0: in, as president, he applied to practice law?
1: Excuse, did he get in? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine rejecting the president from law school?
0: Uh, wait, so he, he was informed that his application had been notarized, but by the time he received this information, he changed his mind and never sought notificate, notarization.
1: What? What is he doing? He
0: was a weird dude. Like, after <laughs> the presidency, he went and, like basically lived in squalor and like ate cans of beans for the rest of his life and like when they made social security in like the late 50s or early 60s they like immediately gave it to him to make sure he didn't like die homeless (laughs) oh my god what he was a, a real dude? weird dude.
1: Regardless, I feel like out of everybody still on your team, who would be the most likely to if they were no, all... Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. If the questions are about World War II, he was there. So like
1: <laughs> He was there. But also, just like, who would be more... Like, who's the most likely fan of Jeopardy?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Good call. Yeah, no. He probably watches every night and like For sure. was one of the people who was mad when they had the team tournament because it was a different format than usual.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, yeah, so our teams for Jeopardy are a pair of ancient <laughs> Egyptian gods. <laughs> so I think they cancel each other out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I so, so it
0: comes down uh, to a pair of gay teens <laughs> versus a 188-year-old Mountain Dwarf and Will Smith.
1: I feel like this is kind of clear. I mean, I like I, I, I love my kids, but they probably aren't super great at Jeopardy. like I'm sure they're smart, but like probably not jeopardy smart whereas like I feel
0: like this is a situation where like once again, I, I just don't think Arvin's bringing anything to the table here as like yeah. a mountain dwarf like he he knows about rocks. Yeah, he doesn't know about Jeopardy either. This is once again, will Smith just carrying the game show portion
1: yeah yeah because i mean inevitably in
0: jeopardy like i don't know what his like knowledge of you know 15th century french monarchs is yeah but inevitably they have a couple of rounds of like entertainment and general knowledge yeah he's gonna clean up up.
1: yeah yeah
0: it's another round in favor of my team again just heavily weighting it towards you know if you have kind of a goofy dad you're gonna do well all right the next round again i'll let you know what the round is before we uh Decide on who to eliminate. This is going to be presidential campaigns. So you need one of your teammates will be the the leader of the ticket, and the other will be like the running mate, the VP (laughs) pick.
1: Okay. All right. Okay.
0: From your team, this is a tough one for me. Yeah. Um, On the one hand, Ra is a god, and also old enough to run. True. True. On the other hand, I think it's going to be tough for an Egyptian and a gay woman to win a nomination in America.
1: You're right. You're right. So yeah. I'm
0: trying to weigh up which of those is more powerful than the other. <laughs> um, You know what? Uh, Ra's gone. It's okay. the gay teens on their I own. I love
1: them. Honestly, I'm here to and support who them. Who do you
0: want to eliminate from my team?
1: Um, I I Will Smith has got to go. Yeah, he powerhouse Will bag. Smith
0: would again just single handedly take that one. Yeah. I now I have Isis and Arvin Mega Magma Brew. I wish I could write in a way that I could read it after
1: <laughs> Megan so,
0: Brew. Arvin Magma Brew. This, this team has some balance to it. I've I've heard on politics podcasts lately as we dissect the nominees for the Democratic, uh, twenty twenty nomination, there's kind of two types of candidates. There's the wine track and the beer track. The <laughs> wine track is like the the really you know y going for the coastal elites, appealing to highly educated uh, hoity-toity kind of people. And the beer track's more blue-collar, uh, trying to appeal to middle America the swing voters who are kind of disengaged from politics. So I think for me, I have a really good balance on my ticket that yeah. Isis is like, you know, she's an Egyptian goddess, so there's a lot going on for her that makes her appeal to the wine track. She's yeah. elite. She'd be the first female president, the first president of Egyptian descent. I mean, she has a name that's going against her, but that didn't stop <laughs> Barack true. Hussein Obama either. That would be um, a... Yeah, so Isis is kind of the wine track here. I think she would be the the head of the ticket. And then Arvin Mag- Magma Brew would be like the beer track vice president. He's, ha- he's going to have yeah. to do a lot of campaigning in like, you know, rural Ohio and West Virginia and like those kind of places. Yeah. Uh, show yeah. that this isn't just a party for the elites, that like uh, a 188 year old, very white <laughs> stonemason <laughs> can also <laughs> be represented here.
1: Yeah 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 um okay so i think that in order to try to actually win so i'm looking at my two kids here and they're both kind of they're they're like eloise is like an actual mess she hates fair play
0: (laughs) Um, i mean that so so too do many politicians so she can't
1: keep a secret
0: Okay, um, that's going to be tough. That's a tough balance yeah. for a politician. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> um, and uh, the only the only thing notable. She's about- like up
0: on the debate stage, like yeah. So yeah, I took dark shadow money. Who cares?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, Ke- uh, Kelvin is um. He just changes subject very often and is very optimistic. So I feel Ooh, like
0: that's perfect for the debate stage.
1: <laughs> it's like he might be a little all over the place, but like he is like I think he is probably like the shining face of this of this team. And um, also probably, you know, gives us more. I, I feel like it would be, unfortunately, more likely for a, a male president with a female running mate to win. Um, yeah. And a but, married
0: man at that
1: a married man yeah who i don't know who he's married to but it, it might be a woman because he's bisexual so we don't he, know
0: she or they is yeah gonna represent him well
1: yeah Um, but, uh, yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm, I I imagine, um, yeah, we just probably don't want to give all that power to this disaster lesbian. Um, she's, she's going to be a mess. And I feel like, uh, I feel like if they were to win, it would be a lot of, uh, Kelvin having to put out some fires she started, but. I think early uh, on in
0: the campaigns, it's going to really look like ISIS and Arvin have this thing locked up that like. They just have an appeal to just about any kind of voter. But I think once the debates come is where Kelvin can really start putting ISIS away that she's going to try to focus (laughs) on, you know, specific policy and like, uh, you know, funerary rights and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah. And Kelvin's just going to be like, you know, he'll start talking about the economy. She'll try to interface on that level and he'll immediately switch to green new deal and like eco power and whatnot. And like, it's just going to drive a, a goddess and a 188-year-old stonemason crazy that this kid's just jumping from one topic to the other, encouraging yeah. all this optimism, and they just can't get a foothold in.
1: Ooh, another thing I just noticed about his description is that he gestures profusely during a conversation, so he's going to be, like, great on TV. Like he, God, he is yeah, gonna he's be incredibly made dynamic. for the televised
0: yeah. debates.
1: Yeah. So this yeah. really comes
0: down to you know whether you heard the debate on radio or TV. That I have the Nixon, <laughs> but you have the Kennedy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have the luck of a Kennedy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got to find some older leaves or something. <laughs> That's some better, better leaves, better weeds, better, better teens, know. gayer teens.
1: Gayer. G- 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 you got to find some. You got to find some gayer teens. We <laughs> need them gayer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I brought the teens for the music video. What the fuck, Rossum Batman <laughs> You can't bring these teens?
1: Um, but, but In the interest yeah.
0: of keeping this a tie going into the final round, I think there's a strong enough argument for why your team has this. So, yeah, I think yeah. Kelvin is going to inexplicably win this presidential election.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: That keeps us in uh, a deadlock uh, a, okay. with a bit of finagling from the judges, but you know. True. <laughs> uh, and our final category, one-on-one competition to determine this whole fantasy draft situation. Ninja Warrior. <laughs> no. The obstacle All course right. show. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and eliminate Kelvin here. <laughs>
1: Okay, um, probably right. you're probably right to do so. um, actually, because these guys are are like d and d nPCs with stats, let me let me take a look at their stats.
0: Oh shit
1: um it, and I'll, I'll just let you know in case this changes your your decision. um
0: no i've I've committed to that. okay.
1: Okay, Eloise has. And I has, won't tell uh, you.
0: I'm not going to tell you Arvin's stats until you decide whether him or okay, ISIS will right. be going up in a in okay. ultimate ninja warrior against you.
1: Well, I'll just tell you that I'll, for for the three physical stats, uh, Eloise has a 12 in strength, a 10 in dex, and a 12 in constitution. Pretty solid. Uh, what's his name? Kelvin has a 12 in strength, a 9 in dex, and a 12 in constitution. So I would
0: say dex is probably the most important for Ninja Warrior. It's true. So I picked wrong.
1: <laughs> but I mean, it's only by like, it's p- pretty much the same. Yeah, um,
0: and honestly, like, I think there's probably, while it's important that there's a... Uh, that you have a high dex there's other important factors here oh my god
1: i also just saw that he he has he had a 14 in charisma he was oh my god yeah never
0: mind (laughs) i think it was correct that you guys took that election yeah
1: um but uh yeah um that that yeah knock him out so i'm we're sending eloise for american ninja warrior for you though um what do we have a god we have Isis, Isis and the, um, the ancient Arwen. egyptian
0: goddess of funerary rites maybe yeah. <laughs> and Arvin Magma Brew, a 188 year old mountain dwarf Get out
1: of here get out of here Arvin he's far too hardy for this but he is like stock like he- dwarves are like stocky and not super dexterous um, He's
0: 3 foot 11 Yeah
1: Actually, you know, I'm I'm gonna rescind on that and say he has um, a
0: braided Van Dyke beard. If that <laughs> if that changes okay? anything.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I
0: didn't realize he had that. Jesus. People with braided beards usually do
1: great on American Ninja Warrior. That it, it adds like a like an extra, you know, an extra limb to like grip onto things and
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna wrap that around like the the giant monkey bar things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but actually, I'm I'm taking that back, and I'm knocking out I'm knocking out ISIS, <laughs> I'm g- knocking out ISIS once and for all, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um. We got him. <laughs> um, because I just feel like she is a. A literal god, and um, I don't think that. it's... Yeah, she it's, does
0: ferry the dead too. Like that's probably yeah. a pretty physically demanding job.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's fair to put to put my girl up against up against a, an actual goddess. So all right, so. I'll
0: I'll go ahead and tell you that Arvin has yeah. a fourteen in strength, a nine in dex, it, and a twelve in constitution.
1: All right, should we just like make some like skill checks to see how they do? <laughs> uh,
0: you, nah, nah, maybe yes. <laughs>
1: All right, so I I, I got to say, I just can't see Eloise doing good at this. Um, yeah, could
0: you remind me of, like, so she's, what makes her okay. such a disaster? She,
1: mostly she's her personality. She's just, like,
0: dishonest, right? Yeah, like, she's just she's kind just of a bad like, person, but she's not necessarily a bad athlete.
1: It's true. Um, she is five foot four, has a regular build. She twitches frequently from her chest. Mm, uh, that might that might be a, bad, yeah. Yeah, I don't really think a tick like that is going to do
0: do you good out there. Um I Remember she has gold skin. What is she? At? Oh yeah, yeah, she was like a half, she's a half elf. Half she's elf because I wolf. thought you were going to say a half elf earlier.
1: <laughs> she's also a fisher woman. So like
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: She's a little bit rugged like that doesn't mm. that's not a you know like you don't keep your hands clean being a fisher person.
0: Yeah, no, I was, I had the wrong read on her. I think the long mohawk made me think she was a little different than what she is. Yeah,
1: no, me too. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> she is a fisherwoman, but Arvin is a mason. So, I mean, they both yeah. do have, you know, a physical, uh physical career. They have some ruggedness to them. Oh, Arvin, by the way, is straight and in a relationship, if you were wondering. Oh, I was. Uh, what were their plots again? Is her house on fire?
1: It was. It burned down recently.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, Arvin's being chased by bandits, so that might be mm. bad mm. when he's doing Ninja Warrior.
1: But also, I mean, like, you know, lights a fire under his ass. So like, he's got to keep going. I mean,
0: yeah, but on the other hand, El... Uh, uh, Elio's pizza does have. Is that how her house burned down? Did she have? Did she burn oh, some Elio's pizza and it, it kind of sparked up and she try Like she
1: tried to just put the whole box in there rather than she had never seen mm-hmm. frozen pizza before and was like, "All right, I guess this is how you do it." She just put the whole box in the oven.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I mean, she also has a fire lit under her ass, and that is the fire <laughs> that is the entire house of hers that burned down. So True. I think she needs the money more.
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, like, she's 18. She's single. She is not in a not she as has a stable l- very situation. Very little going at all. on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she has lost many friends. So I wonder if they were in her house. I don't mm, know if that she means she's like She does.
0: Was... Ooh, that's dark. <laughs> and she knows where to hide. Is that how she survived the fire? Maybe.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I-, I like this girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck we just <laughs> learned that she burnt her house down and killed her friends in a pizza accident and now you like her
1: I don't like her I'm just she's interesting she's yeah,
0: okay. an interesting story mm, okay yeah just bust out that <laughs> long white mohawk and that's all you needed to see uh <laughs> Yeah, I think this is going to be, a, a it's kind of a deadlock between it them really description is. wise. So I think the only way to settle this is indeed bring up random.net. We're making some skill checks.
1: I actually have dice on my desk because I just took them out of my purse. I'm gonna grab actual dice.
0: Uh-oh, I feel like that puts me at a distinct disadvantage. It literally does not put me at any disadvantage, but you know, it, it feels like it's a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, roll roll your d20 and uh, apply a, d20. a dex modifier.
1: Which actually, what the hell is a di- I know it's like...
0: What do you have a dex plus 12? Or 12? 12 or
1: twelve? 12? Hello? Oh no, in dex I have 10.
0: 10. I have a 9. So okay. your dex is slightly higher. Let's say we'll both roll a dex check and you will get a plus 1.
1: All right, sounds good. Okay, rolling. Right. Rolling me. Rolling, rolling me d20. Oh. oh. <laughs> What'd you get?
0: them and weep 17. Yeah, I got a 3. <laughs> Oh, you jumped up to try to grab the bar, and your long mohawk uh, just hit hit the bar. You grabbed a bunch of hair, kind of screamed like, "Ah!" What am I? What? And you fell into the water instantly. Uh, Meanwhile, this short dwarf, you know, leaps up with utmost grace, catches the bar with his braided Van Dyke beard. Does a pirouette and he wins. He you according to the rules of the game, you die.
1: <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, that's I'm I'm sad to see her go. Well, she's not dead. She's but you just love to water. watch her leave. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, well, that was a it was that was a it was a game. It was a fair game. So I I commend and you. and Eloise
0: hates that about it.
1: It's true. She hates fair play. So she's very mad about this. Um, she
0: was trying to cheat, but then on TV said, oh, it's great, I greased up the bar that Arvin's going to have to grab.
1: <laughs> and, didn't, and then they switched. Uh, they, she, it was the one who, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's she a was classic the classic
0: kind of villain trope there. Yeah, that if you set up a trap, you're going to be the one that's uh, that gets hoisted by it. Yeah. Your own pitar.
1: Yeah, so... Good win. GG. Good game.
0: Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, this is the first ever version of this game. And on the other, it was a real mess. And I don't think we'll play it again.
1: <laughs> I liked it. I don't think it was I that much I think it of might be
0: adapted for future uh, yeah. future consideration. Yeah. It was... Yeah. There's, there's a skeleton of a game here. I hope yeah. we can polish it up a little bit. Yeah. I did like that we got to meet some very interesting characters here including I know, ultra dad will smith and the gay teen squad
1: <laughs> i love my gay teens um they yeah you've got to find great. some
0: gayer teens
1: i know i do need to find some gayer teens um that should be we're, let's make a our next D game will just be an all gay teen party it probably it, I, it I think be first. that's
0: like already basically how people play D&D these it is. days it 100% is it
1: 100 percent. that's why
0: i always try to add some diversity by having really boring straight white guys
1: <laughs> yeah no i our game wouldn't be the same without him um <laughs> well uh that was an awesome that was a very fun game so thank you for that um yeah, to to reiterate, uh, you we used randomlists.com for some of those generators and also a brand new one that we've never used before, npcgenerator.com, which uh, generated our um our gay teens and Arvin the the dwarf. So uh, very good generator if you're looking to create a character for an RPG. Yeah, and so uh, if you liked this and you want to get in contact with us for some reason, please do. And you can do that by emailing us at robots at or you can follow us on Twitter at robottypewriter, or we also have Facebook. That's facebook.com slash robots on typewriters, I think. Honestly, never really confirmed if that URL went through or not. So, <laughs> who cares? Um, no one uses yeah. Facebook. You can search it if you really want to. Um, but yeah, we live on a website called Backcamp, and our theme song is Video Challenge by Anamana Gucci.
0: And if you're looking for a character for your next RPG, mm-hmm. might I suggest Ilmindel Sharon Dalin, a two hundred and eighty-seven-year-old female wood elf pickpocket.
1: Pickpocket.
0: She's, she's five foot four, has an athletic build. She has long, straight gray hair, soft green eyes, an oblong, bulbous face, and she frequently mm-hmm. squints. She's very impatient. She judges people by their actions and not their words. And she believes that demons are plotting to destroy the world.
1: But is she gay, though? Uh,
0: she is straight and divorced
1: oh, and ready out. to be
0: coerced.
1: Oh no! <laughs> oh no! No no! <laughs>
0: uh, didn't even have that one planned. And I <laughs> I like it and I hate it.
1: <laughs> anyway. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That oh, was weird. Something. I didn't say did my hello. Did you say hello? something
0: as I was saying hello? I, I or did kind like of said, my like, brain start anyway, shutting down? Yeah. You, you can Go I again. can I take that one from the top? Yeah. Uh, hello. Let me try Excuse that one again. Excuse me. Hello. Nope.
1: I am. Uh, I. I was. I'm. I'm frequently. You know. What is happening? I'm out of my mind today.
0: I'm across <laughs> the room chasing a cat.
1: <laughs> uh. Okay.
0: Come on. <laughs> How do you
1: call a cat? You say, hey! 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 Hey, <laughs> hey
0: cat! Come here! What Yo, are you trying working. to do with her? <laughs> hey, come, come, to, come to me! Yeah! Come to your old pal, Justin! Uh, really threatening to knock a lot of things down without doing that. Once she walked out, I scooped her, popped her into the hallway, and she gone. She gone. bye ladies Um, and gentlemen she gone (laughs) she gone
1: um (laughs) go elsewhere this helicopter just circling above my house this
0: is the final scene in goodfellas
1: i know (laughs) i swear it's up there i i was just trying to remember his fucking wife's name and wanted to say kenny (laughs) (laughs) no you got it I'm losing my mind because I also just went to say his name, Henry Hill, and almost said Frank Bryce.
0: <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Frank Bryce and his wife, Kenny. Uh, and wait, what was my name for this? I had a good name.
1: Wait, what was my name?
0: Oh, shit, what's my name?
1: Ooh, nah, nah, what's my name?
0: Say my name, say my name. <laughs> Welcome to Punch Up the Jam.